What up, y'all? It's your girl, Ortandia, and you are tuning in to your favorite podcast, Creativity in Jesus, where I talk about everything through the eyes of a believer. And so we're going to talk about a couple of things on this episode, but we're going to start out with Mr. Eminem from 8 Mile. Yeah, so, you know, he came out with a project this week, and uh, he came out swinging on people's head. Certain artists, you know, he, he dissed them. And uh, all of those, I won't say all, most of those artists didn't even respond. Only one artist went into the studio to respond. A few did a little response here and there on their social media page, said a few things on a podcast or whatever. But that doesn't equate to a response. In rap beefs, when somebody diss you on a track, you go in the studio and diss them back. Well, at least that's how it used to be. That's how it was in the 90s. Today, I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't I, you know, I can't, I don't have any really, <laughs> any real comment on today's hip-hop. Or this, oh, let me see. Look, I, I, I sat here and got riled up in the words of Tammy Roman. I don't sat here and got riled. <laughs> but, so, this is, this is how it used to go down in the 90s. And I'm going to give you a couple of rap beefs that are, ooh. That are monumental, that are memorable, that are who child. We're gonna go back to NWA and Ice Cube. That was a rap beef. Ice Cube and Common. Yes, Common was in a rap beef with Ice Cube in the 90s. And Jay-Z and Nas. Everybody knows about that one. I'm gonna go all the way back to the 80s. Boogie Down Productions and the Juice Crew. Um, who else? Who else? LL Cool J and Can I Bus. LL Cool J and Wyclef John. LL Cool J and Kumo D. I'm telling you, LL Cool J was in a beef with everybody in the 90s. But everybody responded. Like, you could not walk around in the 90s with a diss track about you on the radio and not respond. You would be a clown. So... Yeah, fast forward to today, people dissing people, saying all kind of stuff. People, be, uh, other than like Drake and Pusha T and like Meek Mill, them about the only three, <laughs> and Nicki Minaj, they're about the only people that will do a response track. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not really, I'm definitely, like I said, I'm not a fan, I'm not a fan of hip hop today. Um, my, I go back to the 90s. That's that's my era, late 80s, early 90s. That's my era when hip-hop was popping. Uh, but I'm not going to be one of them older people that's whining and crying about hip-hop. You know, <sighs> just to say that I miss it. I really do miss it. And so, yeah. So what y'all think about Eminem's new project? Do you think it's a banger? Do you think it's um, mediocre? Do you think he still has the same skills that he had when he first came out? I believe he came out in like 2004, somewhere around about in there. Um, I want to know. Tell me what you think. And um, when we come back, we're going to talk about whew, something near and dear to my heart, Christian hip hop. Stay tuned. Alright y'all, C-H-H, Christian Hip Hop, what in the what what is going on? Man, it, we are in a, in a, 
crazy state right now in Christian hip hop. If you are unfamiliar, if you are not a Christian, you may not know what I'm talking about. Um, but just Google it. Just Google it. <laughs> but we are in a crazy state. So we got a few different groups of people, right? So we have a group of Christian rappers who don't want to be called Christian rappers anymore. If that's not crazy, that's like a black rapper coming out two, three albums later saying, I don't want to be uh, called a black rapper anymore. I don't want to be known as a black rapper. I want to be known as the Filipino rapper. We'll be like, boy, if you don't sit your black behind down somewhere. <sighs> but that's what's, that's, that's what's going on with the group of Christian hip hop artists. They don't want to be called Christian rappers anymore. Okay. Then we got this group of Christian hip hop artists who are retiring. Retired like how what? Well, I'm talking about walking away, retiring, not doing any more Christian rap music. Okay. And then we got a group of Christian rappers who are who are moving over to the socially conscious rap uh genre. It's like okay. Yeah, all right, because that's the wave right now. I was talking to some of my brothers, and they were saying, "Well, the reason why a lot of Christian rappers, some Christian rappers, I won't say a lot, are going over to the social conscious rap, is because that's the wave right now. So they want to jump on that bandwagon. It's sad, but that's the that's just the bottom line. So okay, so we got that group of Christian artists. Then we got the group of rappers that are straight lyricists." But they keep running into a glass ceiling. Like they're not getting the promotion they need. They need. They don't have the backing they need. They don't have the open doors that they should have. It's just crazy. And then we have a whole big old hole of no Christian female hip hop rappers. Like one. We got like one. Shout out to Jackie Hill Perry. But she puts out an album like every three to four years. So. You know, and she's more focused on teaching, biblical teaching, which I salute her for that, and being a wife and being a mother. So I salute her for that. But she is an absolute beast. She's a lyricist. Um, but, yeah, I. so there's that group. And then, I ain't done yet, then we got a group of Christian hip-hop artists that should not even be rapping. They suck. They should be in children's ministry somewhere or the nursery or Maybe security at the church or I don't, I don't know. But they should not be rapping. Just because <laughs> you love rap doesn't make you a rapper. So it's just, oh, good God. I just, you know, it gives, every time I think about it, I get riled up. I get riled. I'm like, this is the art form that's supposed to glorify God. C-H-H. It's supposed to. Um, bring people into the knowledge and understanding of how powerful, how magnificent, and how glorious God is. But it's so scattered and shattered and broken right now. It's doing everything but that. You know what I'm saying? So I just, but I have not lost faith. I have not lost hope. You know, I I trust that God is going to turn it around. You know, I believe that the right people will, is, will get into this, this game, if you will. The right people will get in and do the right thing for the, for the artists. More opportunities will open. More doors will open. More creative people will get involved with CHH. 
because um, there's no reason for CHH one to be in the state that it's in, and two, um, for the art for the artists that are really good to not to be able to take care of their family with this art. Like that's crazy to me. Um, you got some uh, secular mumble rappers that are terrible, and but they're uh, able to take care of their families. I'm talking about mama, grandmama, granddad, all everybody. You know, so that's crazy. So. But I'm gonna give. I want I want you to Google these artists. These artists are fire in Christian hip hop. Um, give you about five, and I probably give you a bonus one. These are these are my favorite. Some of my favorites. So one, Atiba Halisi. Check him out. Another one is KB. Another one is The Truth. That's who I met a few weeks ago. Ooh, ooh. Um, another one is Flame. Another one is T Bone. And a bonus one is uh, Young Joshua. Man, these are some of the, the dope ones. These are some of the dope ones. And so, yeah. It's just, if you are Christian listening to this podcast, please pray for Christian hip-hop. Even if you don't like rap, Christian rap, pray anyway. Because this is an opportunity for these people to glorify God. You might have some young youth out here who they 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 may not ever step foot in a church, but you play the, give them a KB CD, you know what I'm saying? Give them a Flame CD, give them an Atiba Halisi CD, give them a Young Joshua CD, a Corey Paul or Reconcile CD. Oh, the, I can't believe I forgot them too. Those are my two favorite artists, Corey Paul and Reconcile. Um, so the youth may not again, they may not come into the church. But if they may hear their music and like, yo, I want to know more about this Jesus Christ that they're talking about. So, yeah, I just I'm not going to play the funeral song for Christian hip hop. I'm just I'm not going to do it. You know, people have played that song for secular rap. I I <laughs> I mm, I kind of want to play that song for secular rap, but I'm going to hold out. I'm going to hold out on that as well. I'm losing faith, though, but I'm going to hold out for secular rap. It's going to make a turnaround. I'm talking about for the good. Um, I don't want to hear about uh, pill popping and all this foolishness. No. And I, I'm definitely not going to play the funeral song for Christian hip hop. I just I will not do it. I believe it's going to turn around. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. God, I believe it. So, y'all, I want to know what y'all think. Hit me up. Leave me a voicemail if you listen via Anchor. And uh, shoot shoot me a comment. Let me know what's going on. And uh, when, I come, when we come back, we're going to talk about fall TV. Are y'all ready for the fall season? Are y'all ready? What's your favorite shows getting ready to pop off? We're going to talk about that in a minute. Hey, I'm back. So yeah, fall TV. It used uh, new shows uh, or returning shows usually come on around the end of this month, beginning of October. So I'm looking forward to my favorite shows, which are Chicago Med, Chicago PD, Chicago Fire, SVU, um, and This Is Us. This Is Us, honey. If you are not into This Is Us, I don't know what's wrong with you. This show is absolutely amazing. It's it's heart-wrenching. You're going to cry. Just get ready. You're going to cry. 
You're going to be sad. You're going to be like, I can't believe they said and I can't believe they did. And it, it just pulls on your heart, heartstrings, man. The writers of the show are phenomenal. They are absolutely phenomenal. And I pray that they can keep their longevity. Because, you know, sometimes after a couple of seasons, writers just fall off. I don't know what that's about. But, yeah, I pray that they are still going strong when they start. I believe the next season starts the 25th of September. Um, what else am I looking forward to? There are no sitcoms I'm looking forward to. Sitcoms today absolutely suck. You know, and I hate to, I sound like negative Nancy. And I don't mean to sound that way because I don't want to turn people off from this podcast. But I just, I have to tell you, I have to tell you the real how I feel. You know what I'm saying? But like sitcoms today, and I hate to, again, I hate to be one of those older people that's always talking about yesterday versus today. But the sitcoms today are nothing like the sitcoms of yesteryear. Like, we had so many phenomenal sitcoms in the 90s, 80s and 90s. You know, everything, Friday night TV was bomb, Full House, Family Matters. You know what I'm saying? Um, Then we had Cosby Show, a different world. Yes, the Cosby Show. Don't play with me. I love that show. You know, um, Cosby Show, a different world. The Jeffersons, Good Times, Sanford and Son. Um, shoot, we had so many. We had the Nasty Boys. Now that was a show. That's back to like '92. They didn't last very long. Um, it was it was a drama. It wasn't a sitcom. It was a drama about um, these these are undercover cops, and they uh, they were just bomb. They were bomb. Then we had L.A. Law. It was just. TV was fire then, right? But we're talking about sitcoms right now. So we, and then we had Living Single, you know, we had Friends, uh, Seinfeld. Like we just had all of these shows, like back to back to back to back. The sitcoms today, it's like they're drowned out with laugh tracks. And, uh, you know, I can't get into, I just can't get, I tried to get into um, Marlon terrible now Marlon to me Marlon is the funniest Wayne's of all the all the Wayne's children he is the funniest but that sitcom is terrible I don't, I don't know I don't understand I don't understand I did not try to watch the Carmichael show terrible then I tried to watch was that it I tried to watch full fuller house terrible like I can't first of all I can't believe they brought that back they messing with you're messing with gold right there. But, you know, whatever. Um, shout out to Candace uh, Cameron Bure. I think it's her, her, her married name. Uh, she's a sister in Christ. So, shout out to her. But, yeah, I just, I don't like remakes. I don't like, I, and I did a whole podcast about reboots. I don't like reboots at all. Um, speaking of reboots, uh, I just saw something where they were talking to some of the cast of Living Single. And they were saying, you know, is there a possibility of a reboot? What do you guys think about that? And they were saying, hey, you know, we haven't had any talks with, you know, production or anything like that about a reboot. Um, and if so, if there is going to be a reboot for them, they said they, it would have to be uh, something phenomenal that they're coming back to. The, like the writers would have to be phenomenal. The The whole concept would need to be a great concept. Like you just can't. 
just come back in. You know what I mean? Like you just can't now cow and and over to the still, you know, roommates or I, like I just yeah they were and they weren't like too happy about like a um, reboot. Like they would like rather that they leave it the iconic show that it was. And I am in absolute agreement with that. Like stop trying to mess with stuff. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. But yeah, I'm not impressed with any sitcoms today. Um, those are my f- my favorite shows. Of, well, the shows I'm looking forward to coming back. I talked about that. Oh, oh, I forgot about this one. It's on right now. It's called the the Shop. It's a LeBron James production. It's dope. If you haven't checked out the first episode, go check it out. It's based in a barbershop. Um, they call it the Black Man's Golf. I think it's the Black Man's Golf Club or something. But it's where they, they just talk. They talk about family. They talk about the culture, society. They talk about the game. They just talk about everything. So the first episode, it was Snoop. It was LeBron James. It was, LeBron, it was LeBron's business partner. It was a young lady from the WNBA. I don't know her name. It was Odell Beckham. It was... A brother from the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't remember his name. And it was a couple of comedians that I don't really recognize. But the conversation that they were having. Oh, and it was Draymond Green from the, um, uh, shoot, plays with Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors. So that, that it was just a really good, really good, really good. So check that. If you get a chance, check that out. And um, I, I, I don't, I. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting, a, I'm at a loss for words, because I TV, t, I, TV man, TV, I, and I won't. I I just watched World of Dance. I watched the first season. I didn't watch the second season. Uh, I just watched the semifinals tonight, and I'm a little disappointed because some the acts weren't as good as they were last the first, last year or the first season. The acts were phenomenal, phenomenal. Like this year, I'm like, huh? You had like one group, dance group, came back from last season. To me, they were better last season than they were this season, but whatever. You know, I'm not a dancer, so I can't really speak to, you know, techniques and all that kind of stuff. But I just, I know what I like to look at. And I just, I was not impressed. I was not impressed this season with the semifinalists. I just wasn't. So I don't know. Uh, are you guys checking out the World of Dance? Let me know. Am I missing something? I don't know. Um, and yo, I'll, listen, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about this right here before I let y'all go. Did y'all see the new Nike ad with Mr. Kaepernick as the face of Nike? Yes, you go, sir. I am so happy for him. And you know what? Nike knows what they're doing, right? Nike, they're no fools. They're no fools. Because people out here burning their shoes and burning their Nike gear and all that stuff. But you already bought it, fool. So you bought something and now you're burning it. So you the dummy. Nike already got your money, so they're not tripping on that. So <laughs> best believe nobody's burning their LeBrons and nobody is burning their jo- their Jordans. So burn on, people. Burn on. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody doing that but the, a few people here and there. And y'all salty. But, you know, I'm like, Nike knows what they're doing. Because they put him on, make him the face, do this whole ad, ad advertisement with him. You're going to get people riled up, upset, angry. 
But then you're going to get a group of people who are pro-Kaepernick to go and buy more Nike stuff. So it's all about money. I'm happy for Colin. I'm, uh, Colin, I'm happy that he got that check. Get in that bag. Go, sir. Um, shout out to Nike. But they know what they're, they're going to make more money. They're going to make more money than lose money on this. Because people, this is just, just going to make people more, go out. The advocates and protesters and um, activists, they're going to go out and buy three, four pair of Nikes now. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. You burning some old Nikes from like t- 2016. Nobody care about that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, yeah. But I, I love it. I was having a conversation with a group of my brothers the other night about it. And they were just saying, people are. One fool, he burned his shoes with his feet still in them. He in the hospital with third degree burns. So you know you crazy. You didn't even have enough sense. You so mad that this man, this, that this, that this man is getting a bag. That you're going to burn yourself? You're going to send yourself to the hospital? What's wrong with you, dude? So, yeah, man, it's, it's, let me tell you something. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Well, I ain't going to keep y'all too long. You know what I always say. I want to see you in heaven with me. And um, if you feel led in any way, this, this podcast is listener supported and we do also accept sponsors. So if you are a popping business and you want to get before my listeners, give me a shout out. Connect with me at www.ortandia.com and let's talk. Um, also, if you want to be uh, a, a don't to donate, I'm sorry. I we accept ninety nine cents a month, four ninety nine a month, and nine or nine ninety nine a month, whichever one you'd like to do. And uh, I thank you guys for listening. And I'm out. <laughs>